This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery. Bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's been one hell of a week following the Stags. Just when you think you've turned a corner with a 3-0 win over Bradford, jumping for joy, all of a sudden you land Geraldine Granger, vicar of Dibley style, into a big muddy puddle as Oldham beat us 3-1 in midweek. This week, as the transfer window draws closer to closing, we ask if we need any more new faces and try and work out exactly why Mansfield deflated so goddamn quickly with the next three games proving critical for Project Survival. Yes, I said it, Project Survival. (sighs) Where are the days of Project Promotion, eh? As always, you can help us out with your theories, comments and questions in the live feed as we also head inside the dressing room, going on a journey from McDonald's elation. This is no fluke, this performance. It's, we've been so close in terms of performances, but just been a little bit naive at the back, and today we were we were solid. We could have stayed out there all day, and we weren't, we weren't going to concede. We, we had the right mentality going into the game. We'd had another fantastic week on the training pitch. Cochrane's deflation. It's probably fair to say be the worst uh, performance um, since I've come through the door. Performances have been good. On the back of Saturday as well, I was hoping for a little bit more. You could, uh, you could look, you could physically see we were we had void of energy. We'd, uh, we'd no legs. We couldn't press. We couldn't get near them. To be quite honest, we'd expended a lot of energy on Saturday. Um, maybe tonight was just a bridge too far. To be honest, this is the Mansfield Matters podcast. Whatever next. days into the new decade I think it takes a brave brave man to say relegation dogfight and relegation battle and project survival well that is exactly what Mansfield are in a win against Bradford last Saturday followed by a disappointing deflating and totally unacceptable defeat on Tuesday night against rivals at the wrong end of the table and for the wrong reasons in Oldham. Why are Mansfield Town so, so consistent? We'll try and pick the bones out of that. Inconsistent. <laughs> Consistently inconsistent. I knew what I meant. Don't start. You've been <laughs> back for, for one week. I'm not even 30 seconds in. That was going so well in Mad as well. Why do you always ruin it? The Sorry, voice you heard. Inconsistent. Ish. Ish. Oh, stop it. Uh, the voices you can hear alongside me, Craig Priest, are those of Cam Felton. Say hello. No. 
and Nathan Edge, <laughs> who is also carrying a cold, which is why I'm ever so slightly backing him away, backing away from him uh, throughout tonight's quarantining tonight's yeah. show. Um, but to be honest, I wouldn't quite mind being dosed upon cowpox and some uh, <laughs> and some paracetamol and things like that because it probably means, you know, if you have enough. Vic and combine all the the ailments that you need to get better. It probably means you know the the games will be a blur. And right now, Nathan Edge, that wouldn't be a bad thing, would it? I think we need something a bit stronger to be able to deal with it. Uh, the way it's going, um, yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, but where do we go? Where, where do we talk about this one? Because I think we've got sort of uh, two two games to uh, to go through here that are at the opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh, uh, you know, I think in the the way we performed. It's been a very frustrating week again, again. It's 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 almost hard to comprehend because you felt after Saturday can that Mansfield had not necessarily turned the corner. Yeah, don't say that. We've said that but, too many times. But was certainly on the right track to doing so in the way they played, in the way they pressed, in their attitude, their approach to the game, their approach to every last minute. But then Tuesday. <laughs> You could sense over the last few games that something big was coming, and Saturday proved that case. We we were on to everything, and I was listening to Gary Bowyer after the game on Saturday, and he was just saying we were just second best to everything, which which they were. We didn't give them a sniffle, but for Mal Benning's block uh, to the water start of the first half, other than that, they weren't in it. And then uh, just a high press, the high tempo, it, it was fantastic to watch. Where do we start for Tuesday? Because it was just... How, how can you go from such a, a decent performance on Saturday to something that I could probably see a bunch of 10-year-olds do on a parks on a Sunday morning? Genuinely, I feel like they could have picked 11 people out of the crowd on Tuesday and they would who've perhaps never met in their lives, maybe, you know, can't even run, would have probably still put in a better performance than the Stags did. Honestly, from minute one, it was so flat. And I think I think we said within the first five minutes, we're going to be lucky if we take anything from this game because Oldham did what we did to Bradford and took, and, and took the game to them, really. And when you're in, and I'm going to keep, and I'm going to keep saying it, to be honest, uh, when you are in such a, a situation like ours, which is one of, um, you know... A, Project Survival, if you like. That's a new, that's, that's a new bell, is it? When you're in Project Survival, you have to take the game to the opposition. I think that's exactly what we did against Bradford. But if you're going to choose a sort of win out of the two games, I know it's only three points, whichever game you, you win, but it's probably more important to do it against your rivals who are down there at the table in, in Oldham than, than, than more so than Bradford. Um, you know, it, it's disappointing, isn't it? I mean, We'd have probably took a point away at Oldham after a good, good, you know, really good game and a, and a three points against Bradford. But to get beaten and beaten the way we did, that's probably that was probably the hardest thing. It, you know, I think we've seen improvements in the performance levels over the last few few games, but that wasn't even there on on, on Tuesday night, and I think that's the most disappointing thing. Well, so it was just such a such a flat <coughs> performance that that high press and. The, and the commitment and everything had just gone. And when you when you go from such a dominant performance on Saturday to the point of the opposition, I don't think they had a shot on target. And to go from that to Tuesday night, where we don't really get a sniff until the last well, until injury time when Khan puts it in. Other than that. It's just unacceptable. How can you physically go from that to that well, that's in the space of a couple of days? Is it like you know you say physically go from that? Is it is it because we're not fit enough? That's uh, the excuse that's been used, isn't it? So, is that the problem? We will uh, wait and see. Apologies, uh, first and foremost, if you had some uh, issues with the volume sound, I've just cranked it up a little bit for some reason. Uh, Cam's back, so Cam's broken. No, usually, Simon. Usually, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah Simon. 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 Sorry, Simon. Sorry, Simon. But there you go. Uh, <laughs> hopefully that should be better. A lot of you saying that he's better now. I do uh, apologise uh, for that. You know, maybe if Nathan wins the um, pound prediction game, which he looks like he's going to do, Maybe you'll donate it back into the <laughs> into the course for next season because that's certainly what I would do if it oh, was me. Uh, yeah, if I I'm would sure it. Be. I'm pretty sure. I'm and I'm sure that's what Cam would do as well, isn't it? No, no chance. <sighs> oh, 
It's really not what Cam would do, let's be honest. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> uh, right, back to the action. Obviously, uh, it's probably best that the volume was low for the first bit because it wasn't very nice what we were talking about, to be fair, was it? Which is the fact that we are so, so poor. But before we uh, go back to that, uh, with that lad now, I'm coming through my own headphones, so there you go. Um, before we go back to that, let's go through uh, some of the comments uh, coming in. Uh, tonight, Jamie says, I can see why we are so inconsistent. Bruin win on Saturday, and then we put in a performance like that. A goalkeeper, left back, right midfielder, and left midfielder are needed. So, a total rebuild. Total re- rebuild indeed. Uh, Roger, um, get ready, Cam. Uh, Roger said uh, he's excited that uh, Graham Cochran said galvanised the other night. Uh, see, why is the bell louder this week and the volume's not? This doesn't make sense. 2020 is not our year. Um, so keep uh, uh, keep your comments uh, coming in. Jamie also says, been told that Mellis, uh, Sterling, James Smith and Davis uh, are training on their own. Obviously, we can't comment on that because we don't know. Uh, let's go back um, to the two contrasting games. And as always, uh, have your say uh, on your team. Get in touch uh, in the comments uh, below. I really want to hear your thoughts uh, tonight. Two extremes, as we say. You mentioned fitness, Nath. Uh, potentially being a bit of an issue and I think uh, that has been uh, an issue long standing but another thing for me and I think we've been bitten by this twice now and this is not a negative towards Graham Cochran because he's obviously got he's got a massively tough job on his hands to try and turn us around but for me I think if you think back to the Cambridge game we beat Cambridge then had what Grimsby two three days later I think it was two days later kept with pretty much the same side because he said and I'm not going to do the accent. Sorry to disappoint you. He said, sure. "If you win, you keep your shirt. If you win, you keep your shirt." Poor. And um, yours. It's probably not. And um, not going to try it. <laughs> he did the same Saturday, Tuesday. We won. Everybody kept the shirt. Barney Bishop, obviously, new signing. Kelland Watts came in. We'll talk new signings uh, later on. Um, obviously, be you know rewarding them and things like that, and having that sentiment. I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. When you're in this position, Ethan Edge, there is no room for sentiment over performance and fresh legs, surely. Well, so that exactly, especially when you know he's not been shy of saying that the, the, the team isn't fit enough. So, um, you know, you probably would say there's no room for sentiment when you know if you had a, a, a team that is fully fit, you, know, you probably still want to change it up based on you know what your tactics going to be for the game, based on the opposition. You know, there's a lot of contributing factors that need to go into your team selection. So, you know, trying to, to, to say, yeah, I get it. I get why he's giving the incentives to get, you know, say if you win in the match, keep, keep, you, know, you keep the, the shirt. But, um, you know, I don't think it should be that 100%, especially given the fact that we've got, you know, well, from his own words himself, uh, an unfit squad. So that should, surely is even more the reason to change it. Uh, I looked at it this way as well. Um, once is an error of judgment and that's fair enough because if you don't try something you don't know if it's going to work or not going to work twice is a coincidence three times is consistent errors and we cannot allow it a third time around we have to have the balls from the top all the way through to the bottom of this squad to shake it up and say do you know what I'm going to prioritise getting results first because it's results which will keep players in jobs and will keep us in the league because we are in a dogfight. If we have two more performances like we had on Tuesday night against the two, the teams around us, you know, in the next two or three games, that's not going to be that league table is not going to make good reading, is it, Cal? Don't leave, don't really read very good at the minute. It's just such a contrast from you think last season, and I think that's probably the reason that we're so downbeat about this season so far is because it's like the bar was set far too high obviously John couldn't do the job uh, with the players that got Graham's struggling whether that's through uh, tactical errors or just the players just spitting the dummy out or, or whatever but when you go same what happened Notts County you think playoff season for them Relegation the following season is not looking good. We cannot allow, keep allowing last season as an excuse, surely. This well, bunch of you, no, I'm more to the point. <coughs> not that I'm saying it's an excuse, but saying that because of last season, the bar for this season was set too high. Oh, massively. That is, that is what I'm saying. Not that last season's are, is, we'll write this season off, but 
because the expectation was set so high that we were going to get promotion this season and now we're all flat on his arse. It's an absolute knife edge at the moment, isn't it, Nate? Because we're trying to rebuild. We've brought in some new blood to try and, uh, you know, to try and shore things up and, and take us forward and replace injured players and give us some options going forward. But at the, the same time, the core of the squad... The, the same players who were performing so inconsistently every single week have failed manager after manager, tactical system after tactical system. And, you know, they, talk, they spoke about <coughs> on Saturday how, you know, about the atmosphere were positive and things like that, and they, they built on that. And then, they, you know, but they wonder why it, it's so negative because the effort levels just aren't there enough, are they, to, oh. to, to succeed? I think what's quite interesting is when you sort of reflect over the last sort of two two seasons in particular obviously the three different managers um, you, a lot of this uh, fan base have, have blamed John, you know, John Dempster and, and David Flick have got a lot of blame as well but you look at Graham Coughlin's coming I know he's not been here long but actually the, the results haven't improved in comparison to John Dempster really however the big difference is I think the fans now have started to realise that you know maybe it's not the managers that are here to blame here um, you know maybe the players do need to take more responsibility. I'm not saying John Dempsey wasn't to blame because I, I, you know, I still think we made the right decision in letting him go. But I do think that the players are now really starting to have to take the responsibility. So that's why I'm just so desperate just to get get to the end of the season and just stay up. Even if it's by a point, I don't even really care anymore. Just stay up, you know, finish 23rd, whatever. Even if it's by a goal difference of one goal, whatever. Just stay up and then let's... Uh, Give Graham Cochran the opportunity to, uh, to to shake up this squad and, and do and, and change it. I'll say you look at somewhere like like Notts County, for example. Last season, three <coughs> went through three managers and I just ended I, up in relegation. And it was like as if the players had just given up and just gone. You know what? We're had, we've had enough of the owner. Stop changing as manager. We're not going to play, so we'll get relegated. I just hope that doesn't happen. I, don't oh, think, I, I think I think our fan base has got a lot more faith and. A lot more love and respect for uh, the people. It's just like a, a revolt from going, the players, yeah, as such though. Absolutely. Going going back to um, <coughs> to Nathan's comment about the results of uh, not necessarily changing, we're starting to see that. You are absolutely spot on because Graham Cochran's had nine games in charge of Mansfield Town, two wins in those nine games. John Dempster's last nine games, two wins. Yeah, exactly the same. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's, but. But the, you know he, he's not getting as anywhere near as much stick, which is right. I you know that is one hundred percent how it should be. Uh, but I, I just think people, um, all of us, really supporters, and, and now probably we are starting to realise, open our eyes a little bit, and say and think, you know, maybe it's this squad, maybe you know it's them that's really underperforming, as well as mistakes from management as well. Uh, but they, I think they got away with it a lot at the start of the season because a lot of everyone was sort of just saying. You know, we've got this fantastic squad. Yeah, we should be doing better. They've got the ability. It was blah, blah, blah. almost like there was a a, um, a mist over, you know, what we'd done and, and the changes that we'd made. It was almost like there was this, you know, screen put in front of it to protect it, which sort of blurred the lines a little bit because of how we well we we'd done the previous season because yeah. of the efforts we'd put in because of the calibre of players. We'd signed. We weren't really looking at the nitty gritty, which is essentially the last probably ten games of last season were as poor as the last ten games this season. Yeah, or well, you could even say the last half of the season, couldn't you? Really, that's yeah. what a lot of people have said. So, you know, I think really what what it could mean is that maybe you know the last the season and sorry last season probably the season before we actually overachieved with that squad of players we had. Maybe you know we've been. Um, yeah, maybe the thinking bar. too much of the players, you know what I mean? Absolutely, and, and that's why this year, when you've had a, a different management in place that haven't been able to get the same sort of levels out of that, you know, to get those players to overachieve, we've now seen them drop, and 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 I think they still are better than what they are doing now. But I don't think with this squad you look at it now, you would you say they're a promotion squad? I don't think you would anymore. Well, like I said in the intro, project survival. Yeah, and I don't think. That you can 
you can look at that in a joke you are. I know I probably said it a little bit tongue in cheek in the intro but realistically that's what we are at the moment that's the project which we've we've, we've got to manage uh, let's go back to a few more of your comments keep them coming in guys really want to hear from you uh, tonight thanks for all of them uh, so far Callum says oh the joys of being a Stags fan everything looked good on Saturday and we go into Tuesday and look like a totally different team never ever bet on Mansfield Town that's the golden rule surely uh, Roger says is it purely and simply Stags can't play games within two days of each other but surely the same for Oldham and other squads absolutely full fixture list on Tuesday night the same preparation the same this the same that I think you just put it down to we're either A not fit enough or B for me and I think this is actually the real hard honest truth we do not have a squad which are capable of grafting and have the desire to go there I genuinely don't think that any of them looked at that fixture Tuesday night after Saturday and thought that they were that I thought they probably thought the game was won before they'd even stepped off the coach and, and just didn't bother because it was absolutely lacklustre uh, more comments before I lose them all um, Clive asks can you explain how all the players were pants on Tuesday at Boundary Park um, if they'd have turned up off the bus I probably could but it just looked like 11 blurs to me <laughs> Eleven sta- you might as well have played 11 traffic cones and we'd have still got a better result that's what's um, unbelievable though about the week before all the, all the players on the pitch was, was great not one had a bad game then you had the opposite on the Tuesday where every single player had a bad game like, how you normally get a couple that at least have a bit of you know, shine a little bit would you have that I'm going to go back to the joke that I used to make at the start of the season I used to watch us train on a Friday where they play against uh, some mannequins the mannequins won 2-1 <laughs> um, Roger says um, Oldham players having too much time to shoot at goal etc first goal was too easy absolutely <coughs> uh, well, um, he also says uh, if the Stags win the games I think uh, I think the sta- I think the Stags will stay up I, I do as well uh, Callum says well Graham came talking about the uh, the form and everything uh, Graham came in and we were 18th now we're 21st I still back him 100% this season is a complete write off and we need to start planning for next season before we start planning though we have to survive yeah. we, we cannot be guilty enough uh, to take our eye off the ball and just completely write this season off because if you write it off now and put it off to a bad job and start looking to build for for the summer you've still got games to play you've still got points to win and before you know it you're slipping even further and further into danger and it comes to the last five games and we're not fighting for a point to go up we're fighting for a point to stay up and that's the the horrible horrible difference we have to accept this yes right it offers a in terms of you know what we wanted it to be but we have to accept it now for what it is which is a battle which is um a war in some respects we have to approach it with that mindset of you know sink or swim but I don't think we've got enough swimmers in the squad I'm curious do we know who have we got at the last game of the season Crawley at home is the last game of the season I'm just thinking last year obviously we had the the whole showdown of MK Dons and we all knew um, you know we sort of all knew sort of how that might end up turning out well you know it was scary going into that needing the point but imagine going into the last game of the season needing a point to stay up that's that's something I wouldn't bear thinking about Absolutely. Um, uh, sorry, I was l- lost track of the comments. I had one and then I lost it. Uh, Martin <coughs> says, "Did the lads do a full intensive training session before the game on Tuesday?" I wouldn't have thought so. Now I think it would have been light shape work. Yeah. Do you know get <coughs> you you, you warm ups done? Do a little maybe do a little bit of set pieces that sort of thing and prepare for for games like you would on Saturday. Um, this one's aimed at Cam. I think it's great, um, but I'm going to defend you, Cam. Uh, Michelle. Uh, says will the chappy on the left stop yawning it's been a long day for Cam uh, Cam doesn't usually get out of bed before 11am what time were you up this morning what what time were you out of bed this morning 9 o'clock start work at 10 start work at 10 in fact yeah stop work stop yawning <laughs> start work at 10 are you for real go and wake yourself up 10 4 you work 10 till 4 and you're yawning I'm are up, you for real I was up at 6 this morning come on so you said, uh, you're oh, a look, get young a violin lad. out for these young, young lad at your age Honestly, sacked in the morning. I don't want to talk about Stags anymore. I want to talk. I want to talk. Do you know what? This is this is what's wrong with Mansfield Town. This you've got the yeah, Cam. Your attitude, (laughs) your desire. He's not committed. He's not galvanised enough. This podcast. 
It's just, you know, it's rubbing off on the rest of the players. Sod you guys, I'll make my own podcast, I'm going home. See you later. He's oh gone. God. He's actually gone, so that's good, right? Nathan, right, let's go back to the, let's go back to the good bit. Um, let's have uh, some more questions. <laughs> Uh, Jamie says question. It says question for you three, so you're gonna have to come oh, back God in. Ah, boo. Yeah, yeah. It says question Sorry, for you Jamie. three. Sorry, Jamie. Uh, like, <sighs> like maybe we'll swap you for Jamie. What do you think? Oh, thanks. Um, at least probably you won't yawn. But I'm only joking. I know it's I know it's hard doing honest day's work. <laughs> <laughs> Should try it sometime. <laughs> it says a question for you three. Uh, what players would you bring? I'll start with the yawner because if you're talking, you're not yawning, are you? What players would you bring in? Me and Nathan are just going to go. Um, players that players that are fit. Got that hunger, desire. Names. I don't know because we need so many. <laughs> right. So this is one that Amari we've said since. James. Yes, Amari. <laughs> Leads nicely on to what we're going to say next. We've said Such this since the beginning of the season. Well, pre-season. We need a right wing. It's a waste of breath. There's no point. Yeah, I know no it's a waste of breath. We, we should just give them. It's never going to happen, is it? Happen. <laughs> ah, right. You work at a t-shirt printing firm, right? Right. You do. You do t-shirts. We do right? more than that. Just saying. Yeah. Well, stagpersonalisedgifts.co.uk. <laughs> you you, you dropped into that one. I'm not going to lie. I did. Go on. You <laughs> might as well do yours whilst you're at it. Feeling a bit woof. That's for doggy daycare. <laughs> Opening soon. That's get your cap off. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> it's a poor show. Um, you work at a t-shirt com- company, right? I think next week you should make us all t-shirts with Amari's face on it. The campaign to play to play you Amari. Know what? I, I know what's going to happen. You do that, right? You you go into work tomorrow, get them printed off. Six p.m. tomorrow, transferred out. You watch, it'll happen. <laughs> no, I want it. I know. I want. Some, I want some Amari Sterling James t-shirts on the show next week. I might sort it. Good lad, right. Uh, let's go back to more questions. You know it's so good out alone, don't you, before the end of the deadline. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's solid. Uh, let's uh, have a little look at some more uh, of this. Um, <coughs> two questions on CJ, both Clive and Martin questioning why CJ is here. Clive says, does anyone ha- understand how CJ Hamilton keeps his place? Uh, and Martin says, I don't see why CJ is here and what managers see in him. Uh, people laughing at you, uh, you yawning, Cam, and wanting to know if you want a coffee. Uh, Callum says, we need an Alfie Potter. Um, yeah, and uh, Roger says Harry Potter. We certainly need some magic. Um, uh, Roger says people saying Stags should have uh, kept some uh, kept the same team for Oldham, but maybe they should have played most of the bench. Absolutely, I'm a big uh, fan uh, in rotation when you've got games coming thick and fast. There is no room for sentiment. I say it over and over again. I'm going to say that as many times as Graham Coughlin says. One swallow if, doesn't make a summer because that doesn't make any sense. If, if, it, <laughs> if it was a week later, then you'd, you'd accept that you can keep the same team because you've got yeah, so, sadly, sadly, fair yeah, play, plenty of time for recovery in there. That that makes sense. I, I understand that, but to, when it's two, three days later, that's where it doesn't make sense, especially when you've already got a fatigued squad. Uh, and by the way, just on your Amari T-shirts, Clive uh, says <coughs> you will spell Amari wrong. Got a fair point. Probably won't. Oh, Mary. How many O's? <laughs> Cam's going to figure out how many O's. Uh, and, and then we'll, uh, we'll think, give you guys a break from us. Uh, keep your comments <laughs> coming in. Really want to hear your thoughts. Where can Mansfield turn it around? Is there any names out there that you want to see? Um, very interesting. Messy. Oh, yeah, realistic. <laughs> um, it's getting very messy at the wrong end of the table if we're not careful. Um, I know. <laughs> If you saw this week, Macclesfield, no, I think there was five players from Macclesfield who had been to the EFL to ask about getting their contract. We keep getting linked with one uh, of their Yeah, they're, they're captain, but he's a, he's a good, he's the type of player that we need, a strong, experienced centre back. Yeah. yeah, and that's the type of player that we need I mean, to bring in. So maybe we need to. Uh, on a free, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. You know, it's Tell that. As I was going to say, we've spent money and just look where it's got us. That's all I'm going to say. Have we spent well? We've spent, spent a lot of money in in summer. In the summer, yeah. Oh, yeah in, in, the, in in the summer, yeah. In general, uh, Elliot says this season has been dreadful, and every time you think we've turned a corner, we do a U-turn and have no consistency. Not sure on signings though. The defence hasn't been good enough all year. 
so maybe uh, another centre half, but it depends where Watts is going to play. I think we need another midfielder, and then go we w with what we have. Indeed, uh, great comment as well. Thanks very much for getting in touch, Elliot. Keep your comments uh, coming in. We're going to talk uh, new signings and the impact they can potentially make uh, on uh, the Stags as the show goes on. But first, we spoke a lot about negativity tonight, but at five o'clock on Saturday. Regardless of the Oldham result, let's put that to bed for, for a minute. Um, let's just ignore that for a second. 5pm on Saturday, <coughs> what a feeling, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, I, I messaged uh, our little group chat, didn't I? And I said, for me, that was performance of the season. Um, you know, not just because of the score and the, and, the, and the way we play. I think the whole, everything about it was, was good. The atmosphere in the stadium... Um, you know, what, one thing I noticed that I thought was, was, was superb, you know, the fact that we were pressing so well, especially from the top, so uh, the front front three, and this is where I'm going to have to defend CJ a little bit because he just had a bit of stick in the comments earlier, but him with Nicky Maynard and Danny Rose, those front three covered a lot of ground and did the hard, dirty work, which which set the whole um, sort of motion off for the rest of the squad. And what I thought was, was superb was every time they did it, it got a cheer from the crowd and then you know you could just it made them want to do it again and it, everything carried on from that vein of you know form of carried on that pressing and and that's that's where we got the result by battling and that's what we that's what we should have done Tuesday so you know I just thought overall it was for me the performance of the season I'll say other than like the odd like your gen generic straight pass off oh, for God's sake other than that, I don't think I've heard a single bit of negativity in the really entire game. I don't think that Saturday that much, to be fair. I didn't, I didn't notice much. I certainly didn't notice uh, much. I, didn't feel, yeah, I think because we scored early, I think had mm. the game gone on a little bit, but the way we played was fantastic, wasn't it? Well, I think brilliant. Walking down Quarry Lane and you, you just feel the buzz off, the, off everybody else. Just great feeling. And it, it honestly felt weird because we'd not won at home since middle of October. Yeah. Paul says Saturday was like being back in the Evans area. All right, how you doing? You all right? No, uh, back. Don't ever no. say that. Don't Everyone was buzzing, and we all fun. and we all thought the tide had turned. Uh, one man who was uh, in, influential to getting us started uh, on Saturday. Not uh, not the best anagram in football in Randy Wands in converting the header. What a game he had! <laughs> yes, Mac. Uh, was Alex McDonald. These two will have a fight about it. Why we hear from the man himself. As we go from one extreme to the other, we'll hear deflation later, but first, a feeling we don't have much often, uh, so savour it, it's elation, it's Alex McDonald. About time he turned up. It was uh, an unbelievable performance, I thought, from the players, from the stadium, from the fans, probably one we, one we needed, one we needed, and yeah, what a, what a performance, and most importantly, a clean sheet. This is no fluke, this performance, it's, we've been so close in terms of performances, but just been a little bit naive at the back and today we were we were solid I felt like we could have we could have stayed out there all day and we weren't, we weren't going to concede it was it was just we, we had the right mentality going into the game we'd had another fantastic week on the training pitch uh, and you know you, you put them all together with the hard work you know the front the front three Rosie um, CJ and Nicky you know the, the mileage that they must have covered there today and when you've got when you've got front players that are starting you off and, and starting the press and you know as a, as a team you've got to back that up. Uh, we did that all over the park today and got our just rewards with three great goals. You know it, it, it was no fluke. It was it, it's all been all been there on the training ground for the last three or four weeks when we've had Saturday to Saturday. So it was uh, it was well needed and, and like I said before, the fans from minute one today were just unbelievable. You know we've been desperate to to, to try and develop that into our game the manager the second that he walked in is is he's all about that it's, it's an all-action performance and it, and it started from the front and when you do that at home when you start the game as well as what we started when you do that at home when we've got the stacks faithful behind us and, and shouting in the numbers as they did today you know this place is, is, is a real difficult place to come before I joined the club it was always it was always the case and obviously look we, we haven't had the best of seasons we, we know that we're you know we're, we're under no illusions that we are we are where we are for a reason, but you know we, we've said it in the changing room. There, it's got to be a start now. That's got to be a start. That's that's the, you know, the benchmark of what we need to do and, and the way we need to go at teams from minute one. And you know, hopefully we can we can replicate them performances and you know come away with with great victories and great results like we have done today. 
Alex McDonald speaking to I Follow Stags, an elated Alex McDonald after that 3-0 win over Bradford on Saturday. Can't believe that was only, what, you know, four or five days ago, and yet it feels like about four or five years ago, doesn't it? <laughs> it's just a mad week. But it sums up being a Stags fan recently, doesn't it? It's, it sure I mean, it was a nice sure change because yeah. I mean, let's let's face it. I was, I was expecting a defeat, so. Well, you went for a defeat. You, but I did. You, I went yeah, the opposite were, way yeah. around. I went you for were, a win at Oldham, yeah. and a defeat against Bradford. So, yeah, uh, which you probably expect when you look at the league table. That's probably what what you would you know expect out of it. But um, but either way, I mean, it was it, it was nice, especially being at home because we've been more dreadful at home than obviously we've been. Stop than, yawning. I know, I was about to say that. Uh, we've been dreadful everywhere, but Comments. we've been worse at home than we have yeah. away. So, so been at work since half eight. <laughs> Anybody else hear that? Oh no? dear. No? Right. Some of us even started home, right? Well, there you go. Oh, did you? Oh, dear. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> turn our attention uh, then to the three new additions, obviously. Last three games before each game, we've announced a new signing, so you never know. One before Saturday might, might be nice, but um, we'll wait and see on that. Um, Joe Riley. Um, we've also had Callan Watts who arrived uh, before the game on Tuesday night and Harry Charles leading midfield two free agents one on loan Nath what have you made of the uh, the additions uh, well I thought the two um, you know that played at Bradford did very well Char- 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 Harry Charlesley and uh, Joe Riley I thought they had a really good Joe Riley played before that as well didn't he yes he yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but he, he certainly looked um, a decent acquisition on, on Saturday uh, but so did everyone I think they all every single player on that pitch uh, looked looked very good um, I don't know much about the is it Watts I can't remember yeah Kellen Watts yeah, it's going to get confusing when Kellen Gordon is back yeah <laughs> and we've got Kellen Watts yeah but uh, get very confusing yeah so um, obviously I don't know how I don't know how how he played on uh, on, on on Tuesday night I've not heard don't know, I, I mean we've heard I've heard from a lot of Steve Rich fans that he, he was pretty good when he was there on loan uh, earlier this season they're also so. bottom of the league so well true <laughs> so you know uh, I guess it won't be that high difficult to shine in, in that no. uh, team would it so fits in with Joel Byram and Paul Digby then because they are poo so possibly so I would take Digby back in a heartbeat but we're not I gonna, wouldn't we're, we're not going to get into <laughs> this I'd, I'd rather have Kellen Watt and have some power in the team it's Watts so that your joke doesn't work powers no just <laughs> Yeah, you stop clutching at straws and behave yourself. A lot of read uh, a lot of comments from Newcastle fans and people who who have been keeping an eye on their academy though, saying that he's never been a midfielder in his life as a defender, and yet we're going to plonk him in central midfield. And, then, <laughs> and, and you probably think if we need a player anyway, he'd probably be a defender. Um, so, but I'm I'm surprised he's not either on the bench to go ready to go into that position or. Or, or starting there I get why he put him there because obviously he want, Coughlin likes height and he wants some <coughs> battle in there but for me you know, if he's not entirely comfortable playing there and it's not his natural position when you're playing with players you've only just met on, on that morning or, or whatever or you know the day before you can't be playing players in their unnatural positions and, and expecting them to, to do great things and, and drag us forward for me I think we should have gone we should have done what we did at, at Plymouth and go with you know that and go with the back three a little bit and, yeah. and try and, pu- and push on away from know. home two different systems because we had to take to, the game to Oldham and the way we set up it from the very first minute it sort of undid us because we allowed them to, to press high and take advantage of the, the distinct lack of fitness and, and energy which we've got about us Joe Riley I quite like the look of obviously we needed to bring somebody in I feel a little bit um, sorry for, for James Clark though because I felt we said a couple of weeks ago that his development would only have got better um, with games but obviously Riley coming in that's going to push him down the list especially when uh, Hayden White's back fit mm. um, as well so I feel sorry for him hopefully he can get some uh, game time uh, elsewhere but um, it, it's a very interesting one and Charles Lee you know attacking midfielder looks like he'll uh, eventually you know take the Mellis role and re- replace him in the squad obviously rumours rife that he uh, <coughs> could still move out before the end of the window obviously told uh, he's no longer required uh, the club. He looks like he, he could be a decent player when he gets on the ball, but the problem is we are a side which gets on the ball few and far between, aren't we, Cam? We have to be on it to get on the ball. Well, exactly. I think you were one of the standout performers on Saturday when we've got the ball. You, 
Tuesday, where we don't see it. I think <coughs> the entire eleven went missing on Tuesday, but it's just when we're getting overrun in the midfield, it's really easy just to throw the blame on the new lad. Yeah, I think it's very easy, isn't it, to mm. to, to judge a book by its cover. I think we need some more games before we can really, um, you know, give a, a, an analysis on 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 certain the new players because we've had. <laughs> two games really where the whole squad's been on it and where the whole squad's been off it we kind of need one of them games where you have you know, a bit of a mixture and that's when you can really start to understand how that player can, can impact the game and, and what level they're at really it's going to be interesting to see we've had three in so far but I think it is clear to see that we need at least another two and you know whilst it, we've, we've got Watts and Charles they're both two young players with little league experience really we are still crying out aren't we Nate, for having that big experienced player and if that means we've got to spend money we need to spend money to go and get an experienced player and entice them in yeah but yeah well that's the, that's the only way you're going to do it isn't it by spending money because as we've we've said um all the way through this transfer window january is a very difficult month for getting your targets you know they're either going to be free agents or loans or you're going to spend a decent amount of money and Normally, the free agents are the ones that are out of favour at other clubs or come with uh, risks, such as you know Joe Riley with his with injury, his injury yeah. history. So you know, so far, touch wood, it seemed seems pretty much over that, uh, which which is good. But um, that's the point. That's the risk. Sometimes it pays off. Sometimes it doesn't. So yeah, um, you know, maybe the rumours are with you know with the Maxwell player. Maybe he would be the one where we might have to go out and. And, and and pay a bit, pay a fee, pay a fee for him, and to get him in. But um, if that's what we need to do, then something. I think we do need a couple of more players, but we also need to ship a couple out as well. It's quite interesting what Graham was saying about who was this Monday, possibly about well, he did his press conference. Was it Monday? They did yeah, it? yeah. On about oh, there'll be there'll be no one in. It'll be uh, no one in before Tuesday. It'll be, it'll be before Saturday. And then someone pops up Tuesday, yeah, t- Tuesday afternoon, and it's like, so either he wasn't letting on that we were signing someone, or there is genuinely someone else as well. Yeah, I think there's genuinely someone else as well. There's got to be because if that's the finished product for the season, it's not enough. No, I, I don't like that, and that's not, got, that's no disrespect now... to the three that we brought in. We just don't have enough about us. We need two more bodies. But I, st- I still want to see more players go out. I mean, all we've done so far is, is loan out uh, Conrad Logan. But if you remember when... Uh, <laughs> Turned out well. Uh-huh. <laughs> well for him. Six <laughs> games. Six goals, two games. Somebody get him a pie. That's right. Um, you know, when when uh, Graham first came in, he, he actually said at that point that he thought that the squad was, was pretty big, uh, which is quite a surprising comment, I thought, at the time. But um, and now we've, we've made additions and we haven't really let you know, we've only let one go. Uh, well, if, you th- if you think about it logically, actually, we've only actually made one addition to the squad as it was in terms of numbers when Cochrane first came in because two lone players went back in Athelion and and uh, yeah, true. yeah. And, uh, and and Shaughnessy. His name slipped my mind for a minute. <laughs> uh, and obviously that you know, we've, so we've replaced them essentially with Riley and. And Charlesley, and then we brought one more in on top of that, Kelland Watts. Um, so we've only actually made actually one addition. We haven't, because then Logan's gone out. And so Logan's are, gone out, so it's exactly equal, the same. But, yeah. yeah, but I still, I think if you want to really change it, uh, cha- maybe change the um, what's the word I'm looking for? The the balance in the in the dressing room. Never mind on the pitch, but yeah. the, the personnel in there. Yes, where you probably. You may, may you may need to get a couple of those out, and, and when you know as as you bring in a couple more, especially if I mean we we know it happens in football. We don't know it's whether it's true or not. It could it, it it's just rumor. But if those things are happening, like there's a bunch of players who you know are training separate to um you know to to the squad and and things like that, then that's a possibility. There have been one or two first teamers that have been training at the ground over the last couple of days or so who they are I don't know because I've not been out to see but you can you can hear them and you know they are um, but it's, 
if those things are happening, it's not uncommon in football, but it does have an effect because if you've got friends who are in the other group, it's tittle tattle. It's the same in work in a work environment. It is a work environment. You form your little cliques. You dislike one person, you don't get on with another, you don't agree with methods, you don't agree with this, you don't agree with that. It creates a bit of friction. So if those players who aren't being included aren't included, then either release them, which you know might cost us a quid or two to to do it, or find actively find them a move. If nobody wants them, go back to the latter option. And if that doesn't happen, include them because surely everybody pulling together in the same direction, being in the same place and being together is better than trying to split an apple and trying to have two two different things going off at once surely possibly um, it's hard isn't it because you don't know what, what is going off behind the scenes you, in principle yeah I'd agree and say yeah you, you think everyone pulling together would be the right um, you know the right idea but it depends on how bad that situation is I suppose and how 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 reversible whatever's gone off in the past is so it's, it's hard we, we know it happens in football with on our um, summer series that we've done where we've interviewed ex-players you know they've, all, they've they've commented about bad times at clubs and how these things can happen so um, you know like I say we don't know the extent of what's going off at the club at the moment but the chance we do we know it does happen so it could be and you can watch all of those or listen to all of those by heading to <coughs> mtfcmatters.co.uk uh, time now to head back into the dressing room and uh, as we uh, earlier on we alluded to uh, we said we had the highs and the uh, elation of uh, Saturday's 3-0 win over Bradford time now for the deflation a 3-1 defeat at Oldham in midweek. Graham Coughlin wasn't happy. It's probably fair to say it'd be the worst uh, performance um, since I've come through the door. Performances have been good on the back of Saturday as well. I was hoping for a little bit more. You could uh, you could look, you could physically see we were we had void of energy. We'd uh, we'd no legs. We couldn't press. We couldn't get near them. To be quite honest, we'd expended a lot of energy on Saturday. Um, maybe tonight was just a bridge too far. To be honest, but uh, that's not like us. We haven't been playing like that. We haven't been playing that badly. It's one of them nights you have to lick your wounds, take your beating, and uh, maybe congratulate uh, Oldham. We uh, we turned the ball over cheaply when we when we got it back. We didn't get near men. Um, we didn't close down. We didn't press. Yeah, we can. Uh, I suppose we're good. we 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 were searching for excuses. Really, are we Oldham were a better team on the night? Um, we we probably we didn't deserve anything out of the game. We got nothing out of the game. So it's 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 one of them. We got to. Uh, we we got to dust ourselves down and go again. It's it's uh, it's it's not a one-off uh, performance over the course of the season. It's happened on numerous occasions, but um, it's the first time I've uh, I've seen uh, such a such a performance. So um, if the lads can uh, can muster themselves up, dig uh, dig deep, and and, and uh, we'll have to rally the troops for the weekend because uh, the weekend becomes uh, important to us now. I didn't believe after Saturday that we'd cracked it um, not a chance and I think the players uh, the players uh, understood what I said after the game on Saturday as well yes there was a was a fear factor with the team with the legs um, given given the season they've had um, and it's when you come away from home the, you first blood to hold them we we just looked as if uh, we just looked as if we uh, we, we we went backwards and, and we were uh, we were void of confidence to be honest and uh, there was occasions where we couldn't pass the ball we couldn't head the ball it just uh, everything anything that could have went wrong tonight did go wrong when you're changing shape uh, and there's just nothing coming off for you as a, as, as a coach as a manager you're uh, you're you're a little bit lost um, to, to be fair you would have expected I would have expected uh, a, a lot more from from the players but look they've been they they. They've been struggling this season with with confidence and, and and with negativity and things like that. And look, we've given the fans, we've given given ourselves a, a mountain to climb this season. But as I said to the said to the troops, if we can win on Saturday, that's two wins in a week, um, and, and and it might be a start. It might be somewhere for us to go, something to to, to build on. Um, but in all in all, tonight wasn't good enough. I think the dressing room will tell you that. I think they'll hold a hand up to that. They'll will react. I'm sure they will react because uh, they've uh, they have been trying. They have been really really trying. Hard since we've come in we'll have to review tonight we'll obviously warm down we've got to train a couple of training sessions in in front uh, in, in before the Carlisle game we'll have to obviously sit down and we'll have to maybe uh, do a do a, a, a mental job on, on the players um, 
and, and, and just talk them through and, and, and point them in the right direction, guide them, help them. Um, but we need a reaction from them. We need the dressing room to, to, to galvanise themselves and, and, and pick uh, pick themselves up and, and, and bounce back. Six points from the week, six points from nine would be a, would be a decent, uh, a decent given the circumstance, would be a decent week. Graham Coughlin speaking to I Follow Stags after the game on Tuesday night. A 3-1 defeat away at uh, Oldham. Otis Khan got the uh, touch for the goal. Not that it mattered. I think it was a very sarcastic, yay, we've scored. Which was no louder or more enthusiastic than that from me as I left the ground for the second time in, uh, you know, the second visit in Oldham uh, to Oldham. Disgusted, disappointed and let down because after we walked out last season, it was an even worse feeling with uh, how things proceeded from there. God help, God uh, please uh, help us in not seeing a repeat performance in terms of how downhill we went after that last year. Can you imagine? Hmm. Hell. Uh, keep your comments uh, coming in. Had a few more in uh, since you were last with us. Uh, speaking about the new additions, Roger says, Riley and Charles, we look at the business. The lads, uh, the lad Watts is a defender, not a midfielder for me. Um, Nigel says, uh, after Saturday's hero. Uh, the heroic efforts uh, I'm wondering if they've trained too hard Monday, Tuesday and it's burnt them out I went to Oldham uh, and most of the team had no energy from the start uh, Roger says do the Stags need to bolster the defence with five at the back i.e. three centre backs, two wing backs would this work with three in midfield to be honest I quite like the way we've, we've played with the adaptable 4-4-2-4-3-3 you know whether when we're in, in possession pressing from the front with that that front three at home, maybe away. I would, I would, especially against the teams around us, gamble a little bit more and not necessarily go for wing backs, but certainly go with a back three and try and, you know, pack the midfield and try and press high up because we certainly need to do something to keep it fresh and keep teams guessing because it's not it's not hard to play against us at the minute, is it? Let us come at you for 20, 30 minutes. When it inevitably doesn't come off, we're going to get annoyed probably with each other the fans will get annoyed we'll get a set piece score a goal Bosch done see you later game over I, I, simple I think it'll be um, interesting to see what we're like on Saturday you know after we've had it, <clears throat> if if um, it's true what, what, what Graham Cochran is saying and it is mainly down to the, the, the fatigue problem with the with the match on Tuesday well obviously that's <clears throat> not can't really be an excuse for Saturday now we've got a good few few days now in between now and then to uh, to recover you'd like to think you'll probably change it up a little bit as well to, to help with that so um, it'll be interesting to see how how we do our Saturday obviously back at home uh, against against Carlisle so it'll be um, I, I don't think it's the formation that's a problem I, I, it, it, it could be right it could be just our fitness levels the fact that we've been doing triple sessions um, you know it, it's been a big change hasn't it so if that is true we should see a better performance on Saturday fingers crossed well it's almost time for us to head off because Cam's uh, tired so he needs to get home and get to bed 8 o'clock is his bedtime so he's not got long to long to go what time you work tomorrow 10 you're only babying me because you pair are old 10 we're not old that's just oh, oh, no. that's just harsh. Uh, you spoke. You spoke about change, Cam. It's time to get yours out. Brought <coughs> any of you? Mm. I don't carry what cash a, ever. Surprise! No, I'm going to get. A, I'm going to invest in a card machine for next year. You should do what I've done. Yeah, pay in advance. Pay in advance. Nathan doesn't have to pay a single penny of change until um, after the uh, before the Swindon game. Uh, he's, he's I might paid, just paint the season up. <laughs> feel free, he's uh, fully paid up until uh, the uh, the Cheltenham game. Uh, you weren't here last week either, were you, Cam? No, so, so I had you, two from last week. Yeah, and another for this week. So great. Uh, that's it. I'm gonna I'm just gonna put a little star for for next week's um, <laughs> podcast, which will be uh, there. You need to remind me on a Wednesday night. I need to remind you, you're an adult. You should be able to remind <laughs> yourself. Shocking. I still um, forget every week. So that'll be £4 you own. No, it'll be £5 you own next week, so there's two games in the podcast. So bring a £5 note with you next week. I will games. put some money in the pot. It's time for the pound prediction game. Uh, the game where every week we try and predict the correct outcome of the game, the Stags game on the Saturday. If we get the nail on the head, we get a point. Nathan uh, has got three games right so far this season. I've got one. Uh, Cam is so far yet to score. 
which is probably about fair for me and Nathan because <laughs> we're the only ones who put the money in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, time now then for your predictions because I'm the only one who's actually physically put money in the pot this week. Um, although Nathan's paid way in advance, I'm going first. Um, <laughs> I think uh, that we will bounce back uh, from the 3-1 defeat um, and I think we are going to win... Uh, 2-0 on Saturday as Carlisle come to the One Course Stadium. Nathan, since you're the only other member of the three of us uh, tonight who's, who's coughed up, who's coughed up. Yeah. Um, quite relevant, yeah. Back correct. Uh, go for your prediction, please. <coughs> um, what are you going for? WIL? What, what have you gone down for? Uh, well, I haven't written anything yet. I normally do. I, 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 you I, normally I, put it in before, but I'm. Uh, I'm well, I, I, I'm sort of hovering over an L. <laughs> Well, I changed that this week. I'm actually going to go for the W for the win. Just going for the dubs, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go for a 1 0 victory. Narrow 1 0 win. Come on then, the yawner. I'm going to go for a boring 1 1 draw. Let's go for a 1 all draw. Okay. 1 1 draw, 1 0 win, <laughs> or a 2 0 win. That's our predictions. Let's just hope the Stags win. I think that that's enough, isn't it? We need to beat Carlisle. I mean, Flip, flip, flip it over. Obviously, we, we've spoke about quite a no- lot of negativity and the fact that we are in a relegation battle. But actually, when you look at the um, the league table, and a win actually could lift us up quite far as well. I think we can go up to 15th before results go our way. So actually, such a tight league. Yeah, you know, it, it, it is doom and gloom at the moment because of we've come off the back of a terrible uh, performance uh, as relegation rival. However. Put another performance in on Saturday against Carlisle, we did against Bradford, and things will then start looking up again. A couple of wins is all we need at the moment to try and get out of it. But then you could say the same for those that are beneath us, so we've got to do our business. I looked at it in, in, in this way. The last home game against Bradford, nobody expected us to win that, really. Um, but we, and nobody certainly expected the level of performance we put in. Yeah. Let's write Tuesday off. Let's hold our hands up and say, do you know what? Yeah, worst performance under <coughs> Coughlin. Uh, worst performance probably uh, for, for a long time. Um, let's write it off as we've put the hard work on the training ground with triple sessions. We'll write it off in terms of fitness and tightness and things like that. And most importantly, let's not dwell on it. Let's go into Saturday starting afresh and do what we did against Bradford. Start on the front foot from the very first second, press from the front, and try and try uh, to get us up and out there. Obviously, transfer window slams shut um, tomorrow. Is it 11pm tomorrow? I believe so. Let's get uh, at least one more, please two more would be nice, uh, in, uh, maybe with a couple of departures out as well. Let's freshen things up and let's see where we are. These next three games are absolutely critical. Uh, for me, I said it after you know before the Bradford game that four out of the five were critical in terms of uh, the teams around us. Next three games, obviously um, Carlisle Saturday, uh, then Morecambe the week after, and then a horrible trip to Leighton Orient on a Tuesday night. We have to go into that Leighton Orient game with at least four points from those two games <coughs> uh, under our belts. Let's start that with a win on Saturday, uh, and let's you know we've got home games coming up now, and those home games. Uh, are going to be key for us um, especially as we try and get there let's make 2020 let's make the one course stadium a hard place to come by playing the way we did against Bradford and the only way to do that is showing that consistency Uh, get yourself to the one course stadium if you can go and support the boys Um, and you know what they say in football two out of three ain't that bad is it Ain't that bad. Anything else to, to plug whilst you whilst you're here, whilst you've got the chance? Anything else that you wanna what you wanna add and get out there? If you got a dog, man's for dog and acre. Cam? Uh too tired. <laughs> I've already plugged, but uh yeah, Stag's personalised gifts. It is nearly Valentine's Day. Uh we have got Valentine's Day gifts on there, teddy bears, photo heart blocks, things like that. The Mons. only labour of love Absolutely. that I need is Mansfield Town getting three points. Horrible performance on Tuesday at Oldham. I wasn't a happy bunny. But that feeling at five o'clock last Saturday after we beat Bradford, that feeling, not just of winning, but of how well we played and the desire and the application which we put into that game is a great one. The players will have felt it too. So I'm asking you this. As January comes to a close, as the transfer window comes to a close... We are who we are. We have what we have. Harness that feeling 
a positive feeling, build on it, and let's have some more. It's the only way to be as this season, this journey continues once more. Project Survival. Let's make it Project Survival success. The only way to do that, and the only way to find out for doing that, is by joining us next week at 6.30ish. On the show for the fans, by the fans, why? Plus Mansfield Matters. And hopefully next week Nathan won't have a cold. Thanks for watching, thanks for listening, we'll see you again soon. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport, powered by fans.